to the Intentional Living Podcast, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and challenge to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's Practical Insights. This is Brenda wishing you a happy Valentine's week. People this week are focused on love. We need more love in our world, wouldn't you agree? So how can you find a new, fresh love each day? One that drives your life and holds you in a safe and steady place through thick and thin. Just to be a bit more transparent with you, I have a confession to make. As soon as I realized that we would be talking about love, an alarm triggered off inside me. However, will I talk about anything to encourage people to love God more deeply? However, will I develop any kind of credible material to accurately present God's new, fresh love to readers and listeners? Love is a wonderful concept and at times almost impossible to carry out. I fail more often than I'd like to admit when it comes to loving God and others, and I'm guessing that you might be in the same boat. Then, As I thought about all of this, the next thoughts that came into my mind consoled me just a little bit because I thought, well, I do try. I keep aiming for love, and I suppose I'm doing a little better now than I did a couple of decades ago. But let's talk about new fresh love because we're all in the learner's position. If you are anything like me, you join me in the quest of trying to find out how to live inside love and how to love others better. As a person lives out the years of their lives, trying this and that to address problems, relationships, obligations, and responsibilities, many solutions just really sound noisy. There's a lot of noise in our world today. It's kind of like an annoying or a resounding gong, an irritating, clanging cymbal. At this point, A person either caves in and succumbs to the shallowness of life all around them and meld into that empty existence, or they do something else. They shut down inside because it's just easier and it's less painful, or they do something radical. They forge a new path. They pioneer a new and different approach. Brave a wild frontier. They look for better options and fresh solutions for whatever remaining years they might be blessed to live. These folks look for new, fresh love in God, and they look for it every day. In this broken world, life certainly has a reputation of falling short for anyone who has suffered deeply or experienced irretrievable losses. If you are in this place, especially concerning love, please know there is hope. You have options. Let's talk about a stab at new fresh love that failed. This is interesting, and some of you will remember this. Some of you may not, but it'll be interesting for you to hear about. In the 60s and 70s, there was a phenomenon a movement. I've heard it called the love generation, the beat generation, which is deriving to beatnik. If you don't know what that term is, take a look on Google. Look up beatnik. 
There was flower power, free love. It was the hippie generation. So many young people had become disillusioned that they decided to do something about all of the lost love in the world. If you lived through that hippie movement, you remember. From love-ins, to flower people, to experimental options, to sharing everything, these hungry individuals tried to address the deeper hunger for love on this earth. Their hearts were searching, craving, perhaps even desperate. They lived out a kind of resounding gong, a clanging symbol existence, even as they cried out for more love. 1 Corinthians 13, which is often called the love chapter, offers a new kind of path, an undiscovered frontier with high-yielding risks for anyone who's desiring to be more effective and eternal with the options of love. It provides definition for a better journey. Surely, life is more than it appears. Surely, there is still meaningful relationship to be had. Please tell me that there is love to enjoy and to enrich our lives with. God's love is so different from any love on earth. It is deep and rich. It's a a quiet, compelling force, and it can strip you of any and every excuse for not reveling in it. It's amazing how he does that. God's love is inexplicably extravagant. It has power to tear down defenses and barriers in anyone, yet its power is gentle, kind, warm, welcoming, and healing to the broken heart. And to top all of that off, God's love is freely given to every person who will receive it. You can't earn it. Just open your heart and accept it. All of this is truly amazing, and it's good news. How can a human being ever think that they could love like God loves? It seems so much easier for God to love than for people to love. The list of what love does is daunting. Always patient, always kind, protecting others, ready to trust again, full of hope, never giving up, rejoicing in everything. But the list of what love does not do is even more intimidating. Boast, be full of pride, be rude, engage in self-seeking, get mad quickly, not track hurts and wrongs that others cause, not be glad when an enemy gets their just reward. I have some questions that you can ask yourself. First of all, God says that love never fails. Everything else in life fails sooner or later. Even the process of growing up can be a disappointment, even if you maybe had a possibly happy childhood. Here are some good questions for you. How can a person stay in new, fresh love, keeping life special, something to be treasured, especially when life starts its crushing process? How can you be known as you were intended to be known? How can you know others? 
in that same way as they were intended to be. What is it like to age into cheer, into positive perspective and vitality, feeling more youthful in your heart as an older person than when you were young and energetic? You had a body that worked much better when you were younger, but maybe you weren't as good at loving. Adopting God's way is the only way. His love empowers you to do everything good that will last. Keep choosing to love better. Go after this greatest gift and then add faith and hope, which are two other of the greater gifts, to ensure that the best years possible are always in front of you, no matter how old you are. Let go of the past, the failed experiences of love, and risk a launch into new territory. From love generation, that failed experience in the 60s and 70s, to I generation, our current generation. What the world needs is love, God's love. Why not be an epistle, a story of His love? Much of the material today is taken from my book, Epistles for an I Generation. In each session of the book, I include an I Apply section, where I ask helpful questions that you can use in applications. Here they are for this session. What can you do to show your love for God more consistently each day? Be specific. How can you love difficult people in your extended family or at your workplace? Again, be specific. And a really good final question, how can you love yourself better so that you can love your neighbor like God commands you to? He said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Again, be very specific. You can order your copy of Epistles for an I Generation, applicable in a digital age, on our website. Have a great week and happy Valentine's Day. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with the Intentional Living Podcast. Visit the Intentional Living website at www.intentionallivingministry.org, your web-based home for resources and articles to help you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on the Intentional Living email list and get a free ebook on how to get into God's Word with a super busy life. Brenda's prayer is that you will grow in grace and strength to live your daily life in God's power.